step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network, your voice is now heard. Make Life Happen with author and host Dr. Eva Shaw is a show that will help you understand about self-sabotage behavior that has caused patterns in relationships, career, financial stress, and health. The Let's Make Life Happen approach is one that intertwines with solution-focused and cognitive behavioral therapy. So please welcome the host of Let's Make Life Happen, Dr. Eva Shaw. Welcome to the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio with your host, and that's me, Dr. Eva Shaw, and let's make life happen. Today's show is on building career and building a home too. So building career and building a home too, and the challenges that goes with that. My website address is makelifehappen.com. Info, makelifehappen.info. So I want to thank you for joining me today. And I hope that you're listening to each and every one of the shows because each one is very different. However, the shows are all focused on self-sabotage patterns and raising our deserve level and our beliefs in ourself. So how much do we believe in ourself that we can get our dreams is a kind of a really good way of putting it. My mission on the show is that I truly always want to be the person who makes your day, if it's a good day, an exceptional day. And I want to help turn your bad day. If today happens to be a bad day for you, I want to try and turn it into a good learning experience through the show for you. And eventually, maybe you'll be able to say, I'm really glad that I met Eva and that I listened to Make Life Happen. Let's make life happen. It's changed me. A little bit about uh, my service. I'm located in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And so I know we're spread all over the place uh, with whoever is listening today. It would be interesting for me to know just, just where you live. But I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, kind of the cold part of the world. Uh, 
Right now, today, it is raining. Cats and dogs, as they say, outside. But, you know, we've had some hot weather, so the rain is a good thing, and grass is green, and all of that's great. So I'm not complaining, just telling you what's happening in my world. So a little bit about my service, and then I'll tell you a little bit about my published book for those of you who haven't been following along. Um, Make Life Happen Counseling and Coaching, of course, is located in Edmonton, Alberta, and I do teach the Make Life Happen approach. And you might say, well, what is that? Well, I believe that we have to make things happen in our life. Uh, We have to strive to do the very, very best that we can do. And we have to figure out what our dream is. And then we have to do our work to get there. Some people that I have counseled and talked with kind of like to sit back and just let things happen. But I believe we have to make things happen. Um, As a registered clinical counselor and a self-sabotage life coach, some people have asked me, you know, what's the difference between these two things? Why are you both of those? Well, they're a little bit different approach. Um, In counseling, the issues are usually very deep. We have to go into a lot of different techniques and strategies and all kinds of different exploratory kinds of things usually. As far as the life coaching, life coaching is different. Life coaching looks at today and it looks at going forward. And the things that I'm talking about right now on my show to do with the self-sabotage is life coaching types of things. And so I decided to combine them both and that's what I do. So you can visit my website at www.makelifehappen.info and there you'll find my contact information you'll find everything that you need really Uh, you'll be able to get to know me better you'll be able to read an introduction to my book and see the trailer that is there you can also set an appointment on my calendar and you'll say well how can I ever see you why would I set an appointment with somebody that's in Edmonton Alberta Canada well (laughs) I've tried to fix that if possible it's there of course for people who are in Alberta or sometimes people fly in to talk with me as well but um, really there's other ways that you can talk to me so there's video appointments where you can actually see me and talk to me by video. Um, There's telephone arrangements, um, and there's messaging as well. All of that can be set up on my website, and all paperwork and everything is done right there before you actually have the hour with me. I want to stress that any information to do with the on-call is secure and it cannot be accessed by third parties and that's really important for you to know just because it's on the internet doesn't mean that everybody on the internet can access it because nobody can but you and me so it's really great for people who can't come into the office Now, The Butterfly Flies is my book that has just recently been released, and it's my story of self-sabotage behavior. That's why I'm so interested in self-sabotage behavior, because I've had to recognize my own, and I've... Then I've put it down into print on a book that is there for the public. And so it's relatable experiences that you can 
re- that you can relate to. It's my own life experiences that you can relate to. And again, it is available on my website. It's available for Amaz- from Amazon as well and Barnes & Noble and it's in Cole's bookstore and several other bookstores. It's all over the place. So you can find it pretty easy, I think. So our topic today... Building a home and a career. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take a bit of time in the beginning to tell you a short story, and it's about me. It's kind of snippets from out of my book to get us introduced. And then I'm going to go from there to talking about, particularly about um, men and and the stress that men have as well. Of course, I'm female, so my story is a female story, but I will be addressing some things to do with men as well. I'm also going to talk about anxiety, depression, and those kinds of things, because when you are under the stress of building a home and building a career, Often at the same time, of course, other things can come into play, our physical as well as, of course, our mental well-being is sometimes stretched to the limit, and sometimes we become ill, and so um, actually next week I'm going to be spending the whole of uh, the program on talking about anxiety, depression, and stress as a follow-up to today's program. So I'm just going to introduce that to you today. So that's kind of the agenda. So as a, as a beginning with, of the, uh, the building a home and career, it's a topic that I have known very well. I've lived it as a married woman and as a single woman for some years. A nutshell and a little bit of background regarding my my education and my career journey. And I'm going to come back in a few minutes and I'm going to go further with you on this. This is just a bit of an introduction. So we're going to start with my story after this. So I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen. I'm coming to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I will be right back. There are artists, and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians, and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History in the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'École des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. 
Do you ever wonder why certain things are happening in your life? How to start a business or a new direction? Need answers? Astrologer Bonnie Perbula can help you reveal your true self and gain strength and focus so you can achieve greater joy and success. Working with a natal birth date, time, and location, Bonnie brings out qualities to aid you in getting the best from your life. She can help you unlock dormant traits to bring you greater awareness. Bonnie also conducts public speaking engagements to educate aspiring astrologers on their journey to the stars. A gifted artist, Bonnie bridges her talents and recently launched a line of Astro Bears, uniquely created in colors of individuals' astrology charts. She also makes one-of-a-kind necklaces of crystal beads and woven thread. To learn more about the world of Bonnie Prabula, go to BonnieGPrabula.com. And for astrology consulting, visit AstrologyConsultants.com or call or email her at 808-526-1536 or BonnieGP at AOL.com. I am Dr. Eva Shaw, and you are listening to Let's Make Life Happen. We're coming to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and welcome back. So today I'm talking to you and with you about building a home and a career. So I started out by saying I'm going to tell you a short story, and it's a short story about myself and a bit of my own career journey and raising my children. So I was divorced when my two sons were eight and five years old. At that time, I only had a grade 12 education and I was working really part time, very, very part time, a couple of mornings a week only. I was doing door to door sales and that had been just for spending money while I was married. And so for me to buy the that was to buy the extras for the kids such as material to make their clothing and so on like that. That's what I had been used to. So as the separation and pending divorce was happening, I knew it was in my face. I had to get a job, and I also had to get an education. And I decided right off at the get-go that I was going to have a career. I was not going to just have a job where that would limit my um, limit lots of things for me that I wanted to have a career. And I was not initially a career woman. My thoughts were that I wanted to stay home with my children and I wanted to raise my children and be a wife. And that was all important to me. But the separation and divorce changed that drastically and I had to get my mind into the career. I'm a baby boomer, by the way, so when I talk about things, you'll know kind of uh, where I'm coming from. So my husband wanted me to stay home, and I wanted to stay home too, and then when he left, that all changed. But here I was faced with the reality of divorce and the responsibility of raising two children, and it was a big shock to my system. So I really empathize with working moms My heart was at home with my kids. I wanted to be there for them as I had been there for their first years of life, but I couldn't be. And it wasn't my choice was how I felt. I wanted to do all those mummy things. And I wanted to attend all their school functions. But the reality of being a single mom meant that I could do some things but I couldn't do other things. I had to choose and I had to do that carefully and I had to prioritize. 
I was fortunate that the field and the industry that I chose, I absolutely loved and I flourished in it. I enjoyed the training and I set my sights on being the very best counselor that I could be. I knew from a very young age that I loved to work with people. And if I had to be out in the workforce, what I wanted to be was a counselor. So on the way, I took jobs that were as relatable as possible. So I needed to have income. So I went and I got jobs that would hopefully lead me into this career because I knew I had to have financing to live and I also needed to be able to find my way as far as education and all of those things were concerned. So I took jobs that were as relatable as I could. And I was always, of course, with that at the bottom of the food chain, so to speak. <laughs> but I had to do that. I had to start at the bottom and work my way up in many, many areas, but mostly as far as education and my career choices. So the little part-time job I had when he left, uh, the door-to-door job, which for those of you who go door-to-door, door-to-door work is not easy work. In my estimation, it's one of the very most difficult things. You have to stand up to rejection day after day after day after day, and it's tough. But that was where I started And as I look back now, it gave me great counseling skills. And a lot of the skills that I have now, working as I do now, I started with them there. Because I found when I was meeting with women in their homes that they talked to me and and I was able to listen to them. Um, And I did a lot more listening than I did selling lots of days. But to me, it was a very, very fulfilling thing. And the sales came and the money came. And what I learned was I learned how to listen really well. And listening is a very huge part, if not the biggest part, of communication. And it's a very big part of counseling There are some times when I just sit sit in my chair and listen and listen intently as people talk to me. And that's what they need at that time is somebody to listen. I actually did well in the door-to-door jobs. I was actually top salesperson in Canada with two companies. Um, I think I was one of six uh, top salespeople with the one company, but I was top sales in the other one. And eventually... Um, I, I had, um, but I had remember, as I told you, started at the bottom and I was scared to death when I started out. I have to tell you, if there was ever fear, it was fear. Then there was nothing harder than that door to door work. Then after that, I went, I worked with, uh, two different car dealerships. And what I learned there was phone calls, desk work greeting customers, being able to smile when I didn't feel like smiling. And this gave me more skills. And that was dealing with mostly men and usually unhappy ones at that. And so I learned how to be assertive and to still be encouraging. And I did really well there as well. 
Then I had two real t- retail jobs, and I'll tell you something, I was fired from both of them. That was really tough. Being fired from a job is one of the hardest things in the world, um, unless you look at it as an, uh, an open door where you have other opportunities coming your way, and that's how I had to get there. But at first, being fired from those jobs was really hard. Um, I'm a leader, and my leadership abilities in that area got me into trouble at both jobs. So I sometimes have a struggle seeing people being treated poorly, and I'm not going to say anything more about that topic. So that was the struggle. Then I applied for, and I got my first social work position. And I was at about the same time as I was finishing my bachelor's degree. It was as a night worker at a women's shelter. I soon was told by the executive director that she saw me as a manager in my future. And that just set me on fire. And soon after that, through a course of events, of course, I was hired as an executive director of a brand new women's shelter in a different city. So then I had to move. So this journey took me two years. So I'm going to come back with my story in a few minutes here. And so I am Dr. Eva Shaw, and you're listening to Make Life Happen. We're coming to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'll be right back. Patricia Fayweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes and she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. Live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, I am Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen. Today I'm talking to you with regards to uh, having a career and building a career and also building a family. And I'm telling you a little bit about my own story. So I got as far as I had uh, told you about my two-year journey. So then I began my business management diploma and I attended the University of Waterloo as a mature student for three years, taking two or three courses each semester until I'd completed a general social work and uh, a child abuse certificate. Of course, I attended part-time evenings, weekends, and I took my vacation time in the summer to do the condensed courses. And let me tell you, that was a hard road, but it's certainly one that I appreciate today. And I look back on that. And of course, now I think to myself, how did I ever do that? Well, I'm going to tell you in a minute. So I had my children most of the time. My ex-husband took them about every other weekend, but I had to drive them to meet him one in, um, 1.25 hours each way. 
and driving them twice on that weekend. So that continued for five years. So my weekends weren't totally free for me either. Then I moved with the children, who at that time were 16 and 19, to Alberta. So I moved across the country. One of my greatest regrets, and single moms, I really, really feel for you. Some of my greatest regrets was not having ample time with my children. I did have some babysitters. My mom also helped me, which was great because they had grandma when they didn't have me. I made sure that I was the cool mom. This is some of the things that I did. I made sure I was the cool mom. So when I was at home, we had a house full of kids. My house was always full of kids. My kids loved music and they played music. And sometimes when I was in the kitchen above my basement, the floors would just bounce because, of course, it was very loud. But I didn't care. My kids were home. They were safe. And what was a little noise, what they called music, what did that matter? So sometimes when I came home late at night after school, at 11 o'clock at night usually, every light in the house would be on. I never spoke to them about that ever because I just paid the bill and I said, thank goodness they like being home. And what does it matter if the bill is bigger because my kids are safe? And at night school, on my break, I always called them to just make sure everything was okay. When I was at work, if ever there was a desire for them to speak to their mom, all they had to do was call me, even if it was just to say hi. I told my secretary that when my kids called, that was to be put through to me, no matter where I was or who I was with. It didn't matter if I was in a meeting, if I was with a client, if I was with a staff person, my kids came first. I always went home for lunch so that I could, I, I lived a little ways away, but I could go home for lunch. So I'd clean up from the morning exit and I would recoup a little bit of strength for the rest of the day and evening. That time was me time. I always took a drive down by the beach before heading off to work. That was my inspiration moments. I did attend both my kids' graduations. I played music with them at home, and we even did some gigs as well. We were called the Brady Bunch sometimes, for those of you who remember the Brady Bunch. Well, that was the name we got called sometimes. I always drove them to their music events and places they played, and I attended as often as I could. I took, this is really important, I took one evening a week just for me. I took Friday evening and Sunday evening to study. I took Saturday morning to clean my house, and I took Sunday lunch out with my kids. I took Saturday afternoon with my kids or time for me to go for walks if the kids weren't around and shopping and those kinds of things. And so that's how I had my weekends planned. Pretty near every minute had to be planned. But my kids had to be, I had to have time for them and everything that was needed for them. The expectation I had of my kids was be kind, obey the law, 
take turns cutting the grass every weekend. I never, ever cut the grass. They always did. And make time to come with me to the grocery store to buy the foods that you like for the week. Don't ever complain to me that there's not food in that fridge that you don't like because you need to come to the store with me and buy it. So I tell you this story to show you that I did take care of myself. I did spend time with my kids, if only a few hours a week, one-on-one, and I tried hard to spend time with each one of them separately, too. So I worked a full-time, very stressful job at a women's shelter. I went to university part-time. I did long-distance courses, too. I did keep a decent house. (laughs) I had friends, and I worked fun into my life. Now, I know this sounds like I was probably a perfect mom. No, I was far from that. I didn't do this perfectly either. It looks really good on paper, but it's a little hard when you're really doing it. Uh, There were some problems, but I became very good at problem solving, which is a huge part of counseling as well. I do feel my kids missed out on a lot with me, with me not being there, but they did learn responsibility. They learned to depend on their friendships, and they're both respectable, responsible men with families, and they have great jobs today. So did I fail? You know, I felt lots of times like I did. And when I was going through those years, I certainly did. But did I really There were certainly strengths and there were weaknesses to this whole thing that I've told you about. My kids sometimes thought I didn't love them and they accused me of such. They never said they hated me face to face, face, but I'm sure they thought it and they probably said it behind my back. But now, however, they say they understand my drive for education and they share the same drive. They both have, as I've said, responsible jobs. One's in his own business, working long hours. And then sometimes I know they thought, Mom just doesn't want to be here. And that was the farthest thing from the truth. So what I can say to you is this. It's not easy to keep a home and a career both going smoothly. The demands are very high. Some people just can't do it, and depression and anxiety sometimes sets in. And self-care is the most important thing of all. So I'm going to come back and finish my own story in a few minutes. So we're coming again live to you from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I am Dr. Eva Shaw. And this is Let's Make Life Happen. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, in San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. 
Our resources at jobsannex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. Jobsannex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Chef Ouvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. You are listening to Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and we're live on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I'm talking to you today about having a career and having a family and how, how to be successful in being able to balance both of that. Uh, certainly, I'll be talking to you in a minute or two about work-life balance. And I've been telling you my own story of how I did that with some success as I was building my career and was a single mom with two kids and all of those things uh, um, that bring a lot of sometimes chaos, but you have to be a very, very good planner and you have to use every skill that you've got when that is your situation. And I know today in our world, uh, there's the need to have both parents working and that isn't necessarily what people want, but it's what is necessary to have a lifestyle that we're used to, at least now in this time. So what I could say to you is that it was a tough journey. It's not easy to keep a home and a career both going smoothly because demands are extremely high. And as I've said, depression and anxiety sometimes sets in because anxiety is about fear of the future. And so if I can't work this job, I won't be able to have this job. What about our future for our family? Or if it causes stress in the family, then the questions would be, oh my goodness, um, maybe some anger and things like that could happen. And that could mean that depression might sink in and come along. And that then those are both mental health issues and are often, I believe, caused, of course, by stress in our life. And so we have to keep those things at bay. We don't want that happening. And that doesn't need to happen. Uh, it, does, it really doesn't need to. So I'm going to get to the point of talking more about that. So one of the things I would say to you is just let your housework go. Or hire somebody to help you if you don't have family and you've got some money that you could put aside to do that. It's well worth it. When you go to work and you work all day long and you come home, you need to be able to enjoy your home and you need to be able to enjoy your family. And so if you can't do the housework, find a way to get somebody else to do it. 
So always have goals. Have daily ones, weekly ones, monthly and yearly goals. Have things always to look forward to. Take your vacation time and do something really good with it. Spend time, women, with your girlfriends. And guys, spend time with your guy friends because you need your friends. And make sure you look after your spiritual life, however that looks. I'm a woman of faith, and I know that my spiritual life is really important, and so I pray and read the Bible and all of those kinds of things. But that might be very different for you, and that's okay. But there is a part of your life that will be void if you don't look after it. Make sure you do physical activities so that you keep some exercise there, and exercise is so important. Um, it works the toxins out of your body, and so it helps you to keep from getting sick. It also helps you to keep from becoming depressed, and it helps you to deal with depression and anxiety. Have an annual medical every year, and seek counseling if you need to do that, just to have someone other than family and friends to talk to. And make sure you talk to somebody about your anger, because you know, I don't think I identified my anger during those years, but I'm sure that there was lots of it happening. And uh, as I've come to know myself better as the years have gone by, I truly know that there was. And you need, you have a right to be angry, but you have a responsibility to your, yourself to know yourself well enough to know your limit and learn to say no if you don't learn to say no in this world, you'll be burned out all the time because people will just continue to come to you and, and there'll be more and more demands on you both at work and at home. And so you have to be in a place of being able to say no and not feeling guilty about that. There's actually a book called Just Exactly That, When I Say No, I Feel Guilty. It's an excellent book and one I read years and years ago, and it sure helped me get to the place of being able to say no and not feeling bad about it. So how does anxiety affect you? Well, the emotions that come out with, with anxiety are you're scared, you're nervous, you get irritable, and depression, of course, depressed. Um, how else does it affect you? Well, you get physical symptoms, so your heart pounds, your phys you get physical tension, you get dizzy sometimes, hot and sweaty, and you get tunnel vision. You just really get really scared, you know, you get really afraid when anxiety hits you. So what do you do? Well, some things people do is they avoid situations, they increase their smoking and their drinking, they argue. They talk or they do things faster. So really, really quick talking. That's not me. I talk too slow. <laughs> Under or overeating happens as well. So that's how anxiety can affect life. And the thoughts that you have around that, um, something awful is going to happen to me. I might not be able to cope. What if I don't do this right? What will people think of me? And I need to escape. And so we need to get to the place of being able to manage anxiety. Because in this day, 
uh, there's lots of reason to be anxious. Lots and lots. Just listen to the news. Um, but we need to be able to manage and control that for the betterment of our own health as well as for the health of our family. And then a little about low mood or depression. Okay, in a few minutes, I'm going to come back. I'm just going to talk for a minute about depression with you, and then I'm going to move on to something different. So Let's Make Life Happen comes to you today live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I'm your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and I'll be right back. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, you are listening to Let's Make Life Happen with your host, and that's me, Dr. Eva Shaw. So, I'm telling you, I've told you my story as to my career journey and how I've worked with my family and stress that all of that brings doing it all together at one time. And I hope that it's given you a little bit of an insight as to how I managed to do that. As I say, uh, when we're under such stress, it can bring in anxiety, of course, and it can also bring depression at times. And uh, depression, thoughts that come are, I'm a failure. People think I'm stupid. Nobody likes me. There's no point. I won't enjoy it. I might as well not be here. Those kinds of things. And also then what happens is you have difficult sleep, difficulty sleeping, poor appetite or overeating. You get tearful and you have loss of sex drive. So those are the things, the bad things that can happen. But I'm going to move from that to um, 
I want to do some statistics. I want to talk about a little bit about men and their uh, stress in these situations too. So what about work-life balance? And I just went to the internet and went to Wikipedia. You might have issue with that, but it says some good things. <laughs> work-life balance is a term used to describe the balance that an individual needs beti- between time allocated for work and other aspects of life. Other areas are personal interests, family, social, leisure, nutrition, exercise, spiritual, and volunteer. So both men and women need to have work-life balance. They need to work as a team to provide for their family, to play with the family, to have time alone together, and to have time alone for themselves. Men struggle as much as women to maintain work-life balance. And then the Economic Times says some very interesting statistics. They say, Researchers spent several years examining the findings from more than 350 studies conducted over three decades that included more than 250,000 participants from across the world, and the results were surprising. We essentially found very little evidence of differences between women and men as far as the level of work-to-family conflict that they reported. Now, this is the difference. Men tend to prioritize their work duties over their family duties so they can provide financial support for their families. And women prioritize their family life oftentimes. And so shift work and working long hours over eight hours a day really, really interferes with life. Many families determine the need for both parents to work to give a certain quality of life to their family. Lacking time causes lots of pressure, which affects our health. Our psychological strain is affected by the complexity of work, the growing responsibility, the concern for long-term protection, and all of those things. Long-term stress like this can lead to cardiovascular and immune diseases. Some women's roles have changed from being a stay-at-home mom, like I was, with her full-time job being caring for the children. Now today, young women do not want to just stay at home and do housework. They want to have careers. So 64% of mothers with a youngest child under the age of six and 77% of mothers with the youngest child age six to 17 were employed. And that was in 2010 stats. 75 to 90% of visits to a physician's office, imagine, Up to 90% of visits to a doctor's office is due to stress. That costs the health industry $200 to $300 billion a year. So improving work-life balance is really important. And there's an onus on managers in the workplace 
As far as I'm concerned, there is a real onus on the workplace to reduce stress on their employees to eradicate burnout. If an employee experiences burnout, then that costs the company a lot of money. If they're off on stress leave, that costs the company a lot of money. And the onus really, I believe, is on the companies to make sure that there isn't burnout and stress, not just for the money aspect of it, but just for the well-being of their employees. And employees state in surveys increased job security, satisfaction with their job, better physical and mental health, reduced levels of job stress, and enhanced control of their environment. When things are good like this, there's less absenteeism, lateness, and staff turnover rates. There is an increase in retention of valuable employees, higher employee loyalty and commitment toward the organization, improved productivity and enhanced organizational image. And so I work a lot with um, people who are employed. I'm also, I do employee assistance um, counseling. And so these are people that come into my office who have personal or work issues. And so I know what I've just said firsthand coming, coming from career-oriented people. Um, we have to keep eight life balance areas in mind in our life. If one of them gets too big, then we have to find a way to get back in balance. So we have to keep our hours of work at home. We have to look at our hours of work at work. We have to look at family activities, alone time with spouse, nutrition, preparing meals and eating healthy, Exercise and rest, and exercise can be walking. Volunteer work is another area, and social activities with friends. So this is Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'll be right back. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis strives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. 
WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a seven inch logo strip for adjustability. So they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home and you can even leave your dog alone. To order your WikiWags, visit wikiwags.com or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit mywikiwags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen. We are live on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. So welcome back. So I was talking about improving work-life balance when I left you a few minutes ago. And so I'm just going to go over this again. You, you, If you want to sit down and make a circle and divide it into eight pieces like you would a pie, then... Put on there the things in your life that you need to keep balanced. This is kind of the one that I worked with when I was younger and going through the the developing of my career and working as a single mom and with my children. So you have to look at your hours of work that you're actually at work and you need to keep them (laughs) as much as is possible limited So as limited as possible, hours of work. And then hours of work that you do at home. So that's like cleaning house and stuff like that. The third one would be family activities. Then you need alone time with your spouse, if you have one. You need uh, nutrition, so preparing your meals and eating healthy. You need exercise and rest, and you need social activities with friends. And then the last one that I had that I thought was really a good one, too, was doing volunteer work. I've always done volunteer work all of my life. So you give back to your community. You want to do as far as volunteer work, you give, you give, and then you get. That's how it works. So keep your life as simple as possible. Don't complicate your life. You are in charge of your life, so become master of your life. There's two apps that I want to tell you about. One is called LastPass. The other one is called To-Do List, and it's without the L, so it's To-Do-ist. And they are really great apps to help in the area of helping you with time management. Those are the two that I use I am not promoting them for anything else. It's like the books that I tell you about. There are things that I use and I read and I use and I work with. So the first one is called Last Pass and the other one is To Do-ist, To Do I-S-T. So clear the clutter, clear your mind on your computer and in your home and at the office and prioritize and then pre-prioritize. You have to continue to prioritize all of the time. Make a to-do list for every day and then prioritize it. So block the time when you're going to spend with your family and with your spouse and keep blocking time that you need to put into the areas to keep your life balanced. 
So next week's topic is going to be on anxiety, depression, and stress, and how to cope. I know this topic sounds dreadful. (laughs) Why would anyone want to spend a whole hour talking about these things? Well, I spend many hours every day talking about these issues. And I want to um, bring this topic to you because I want to tell you some strategies that I teach to people in how to cope and how to deal with this. Uh, you know, sometimes these these issues sound like they're lifetime. Sometimes I'll never get over these. Well, there's things that you can do about, you can manage. And yes, sometimes you can just get over these things too. They don't have to last forever. So I want to bring that to you next week and hopefully uh, give you some maybe a little bit different things to think about or um, at least you know, bring it to the front. They are topics in our society that are needed to be talked about for sure. So I just want to finish up today by again telling you my website. My website is www.makelifehappen.info. So if you have questions or you want any handouts of things I talk about, usually I can send them to you. Um, remember to look on the website and to find where you can order my book, The Butterfly Flies, and find out um, more about myself and maybe can help you in your situation. Remember that self-sabotage is about limiting your belief about yourself. And the quote for today, I always like to give you something to think about. It is in changing that things find purpose. So when you change yourself, Things find purpose. And until next week, I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen. And we are live on the BBM Global Network and tune in radio. And goodbye for now. You've been listening to Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw. To understand behavior and change your deserved level in life, to achieve health, happiness, and fulfillment, listen each week here on Dr. Eva Shaw's Let's Make Life Happen. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.